Hey, this is Taylor Strickland. I'm one of the pastors here at Second Baptist Church West Campus, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope this message teaches you, inspires you, and strengthens your faith. To learn more about our Second Students ministry, check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Just search Second Students West. Enjoy the message. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're so glad that you chose to be a part of Live Online. Whether you're watching on YouTube or Instagram, we're glad that you're here. And tonight is a special night because tonight is all about senior stories. Um, I have some special guests with me. These are some of our students, some of our seniors who are about to graduate and go to college. That's amazing. Uh, And before they do a couple of things tonight, number one, they want to share with you their background, their story, what God has done in their life. And also they want to share what he's taught them. Uh, And so I'm so excited for that, but I want to introduce them so that you know who's talking to you tonight. First, this is Miranda Smith. She is so amazing. I've known Miranda for a long time. Miranda goes to Cinco Ranch High School. Excited for her to share tonight. This is Jaden Collymore. Jaden also goes to uh, Cinco Ranch High School. has been going to this church for a very long time. Thanks for being here, buddy. And then this is Ashton Ernstes. Ashton goes to May Creek High School. Go Rams. Ashton, thank you so much for being here. Excited for you to hear from them. And so tonight, we're going to start ladies first with Miranda Smith. Miranda, tell us your story. So I grew up at Second Baptist. My family's gone here for ages, and my sisters are super involved. Um, Going into junior high, I was the most annoying church Jesus kid. I wanted everybody to go to Fall Riot with me. I wanted all of my friends in my beach retreat condo, and I was just that girl. Like, that's what I was known as, and I wanted everybody to just be as happy as I was because of how much I loved the Lord. Then going into high school, I made a new group of friends and they were very discouraging about my faith. And Mm. eventually it just grew to me becoming silent about it. And I no longer was excited about coming to church. I wasn't excited about bringing new people with me. I just kind of became very stagnant in my relationship. I was coming to church and still kind of involved, but more to just check a box rather than because I actually wanted to, and it was something that I wanted to do. During the time of me being stagnant, I lost my aunt because of cancer, and that left me rock bottom. I was in a very dark place for a long time, and my parents were awesome, but they had to step back and take care of the rest of my family. My sisters are much older than me, so they had just moved out, and I was just left in a place of feeling alone. Mm. And... I didn't know who I was. I didn't know, I didn't have my identity anywhere. I was just lost for a while. And then my junior year of high school, I decided that I was gonna figure out who God was to me. And I was going to take ownership of my faith and to stop relying on on the people around me that were going to church or my parents taking me to church, that that was gonna be something I decided to do. And so I started reading my Bible and listening to sermons online and just really figuring out what I believed and who God said that I was and who God is to me. And I believe that that's where my walk with God just took a a turn and it really took off from there. From that moment of change, I have seen all of the people that God has placed in my life and their intention there and why... God placed them in my life when he placed them in my life. Those people have brought me out of where I was and brought me to where I am today. Hmm. Yeah, and my story is similar to Miranda's in the sense that God's placed a lot of key people in my life and um, they've truly helped shape 
shape who I am today. Um, one of them is my grandmother. She's the most amazing woman I know. Um, That's awesome. Because in fifth grade, unfortunately, my father went to prison um, and was looking at a lot of time, which um, hmm. put a lot of stress on my mom. And unfortunately, she fell in a pit of drugs and um, wasn't able to be a parent to me and my five sisters. So my grandma took me in, me and my five sisters in, um, which is super crazy to me because at the time she was already raising three of my other cousins. So at one point, um, she was hauling nine kids to church two times a week. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Um, I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, and yeah, I just immediately fell in love with the environment to church, of church um, because I'm a super open person. Um, I didn't have trouble making friends or anything. So yeah, I just loved coming to church. Um, and church changed me a lot for the better. Um, just hearing everyone else's stories and sharing mine um, has been amazing. Um, after like eight or nine years not talking to my father. Uh, this past Christmas, I was feeling a lot of sympathy for him. I felt bad for him. And uh, God let me, or helped me build up the courage to write him a letter. And hmm. it took a, a couple of months to actually send it. Um, but yeah. Well, my story is very similar to Ashton's, you know. Um, when I was younger, my parents went together, you know. My mom was working as a single parent. My dad was in my life as much as I wish he was. And, you know, that led to my grandma having to raise me. At the time, she was very highly on medications and dealing with the past of her own that caused her to be with them medication. You know, and oftentimes she would overdose on that. And, you know, I ended up having to take care of myself some nights, or a lot of nights, per se. Um, and leading up into middle school, I moved here from Haley to Haley. I became someone I wasn't proud of. You know, I was uh, I was arrogant, cocky, rude. You know, you name it, you name it. Um, uh, you know, but leading up to my freshman year, I found myself hanging with the wrong group of people. Um, you know, they're heavy on drugs, heavy on alcohol. You know, luckily for me, I didn't get addicted to um, those drugs. Uh, you know, I, I sold smoking, weed, drinking. Um, and that really caused me to become depressed. You know, alcohol is a depressant and weed's a pollution. Um, so that really took a toll on my mind mentally and physically. You know, I was filled with depression, anxiety, you know, suicidal thoughts were right around the corner. And it really shattered my faith because as I was living the life that I did not want to be, I often found myself, you know, just depressed, sad. I remember I cried a lot of nights because I was, you know, when I say it again, I was depressed. And leading up to that, I I said, look, Jade, you need to change. And even though God might not be there in your eyes, at some point he will reveal himself. Mm. And leading into junior year, um, I, I was still, you know, hanging with that group of people. I kind of eased off on it, on what they were doing. And I, I said, I need to find people in my life that I can be proud of, to call my friends and to be a 
guys. Um, oh well. And then sometimes, you know, when I would look and see them doing some certain things, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. It's really, it really traumatized me because I just. But I found those group of friends that really stood out to me, and I wanted to be like them. I used to watch role models. And leading up, I was thinking about quitting basketball. You know, I didn't want to play anymore. And that was a, I don't know, looking back, if I did that, I don't know. I'll be so mad at myself because now I'm I'm finding myself and finding who I'm meant to be. Because God is finally showing the path that I feel like I'm supposed to walk. You know, I'm playing college basketball. I'm I found people that I can be I can trust, I can be close to. I found people I can look up to be role models. And, you know, it's just my senior year I really found myself, I'm still finding myself and you know, the, the future is always something to look forward to. It was really a, a challenge, very difficult for these students to be real with you tonight. Uh, what they have walked through in their lives is not easy. It's very difficult. I mean, you, you should feel the emotion just in this room where we are right now in this space because it's so real what they've gone through, the things that life has thrown at them, but the amazing ways that God has worked and the ways that God has pulled them out of where they are. And so that's why right now they can share with you what they want to share about the things God has done and what he has taught them and what they want you to know about that. And so we're going to spend the last few minutes of them just sharing what God has put on their heart. And I want to start with Ashton. Yeah, um, to anyone out there who is in a pit uh, and can't get out um, fighting struggles, um, I just want to let you know that it does get better. Um, I know it's kind of corny, but it gets better. And I'm not saying it's going to be like a light switch, like you just flip it and you have a perfect life, but it definitely gets better. Um, I found a verse, Isaiah 41.10, and it says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand, which to me says basically that God's got this. Mm. He's got you. And, um, my Bible verse, you know, I, it's, it really saved me when I found it, and you know, I have it all over my room, and it's on my letterman and whatnot, so good. It's Second Corinthians 12, 9 through 10, and it says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, all of those, all the more gladly about my weakness, that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. But when I am weak, then I am strong. Mm. And when I found that, it really struck home with me because, you know, I, I've seen rock bottom, I've been to my highest oh. peak in high school. Or not the high speak, hopefully not the high speak. But, you know, I've been there and it's just feeling lonely and depressed and anxious. Everything you can ever think of, I've, I've been there. And there's always something to look forward to because with resilience comes trial and error, but at the same time it comes pushing through hardships and fighting for what you want and what you believe in. And that's what God taught me looking back because mm. I could have gave up so many times and truthfully speaking, I cannot be here at the, talking to you and being with these fine people at the moment because um, it was very tough at some moments in my life. And, but I fought through it. And looking towards the future, I'm someone I, can, I hope someone I can be proud of. Well, um, but, but yeah, I'm just, I'm, trying to be better for my, for my future, for my wife and my kids when I get them, mm. and for people around me when I'm older. And that's something that, that God taught me to be. 
and I couldn't be more proud of my, my life because it's something that I can be proud of when I'm older. I want to encourage everybody watching this video, whether you are coming into high school as a freshman or you're leaving for college, to really make your make your faith your own and to take ownership of it and to stop coming to church just to check off a box, to do it because that's what you want to do and that's who God is to you, that you want to know more about him. And I found this verse, 1 Corinthians 2, 4 through 5, that says, And my message and my preaching were not in persuasive words of wisdom, but in demonstration of spirit and of power, so that, you, so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. And that second part in verse okay. 5, just that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of men and on the power of God, yeah. means so much to me because in my life I found times where I was relying on the people around me to come to church or mm. for my parents to bring me to church. And it wasn't until that moment where I had this desire to know who God was that that was when my relationship really took off and I was able to make something of it. Yeah, make your faith your own. That's, that's amazing. Um, I hope that wherever you are watching this, your bedroom, your living room, your kitchen, I don't know where it is, but I hope that you're applauding these students for an amazing job and for being real, as I said. That's not an easy thing to do. Uh, the verse that comes to my mind as we close is a verse from Genesis, I think it's 50, verse 20. And it's a moment where Joseph is talking to the same brothers who uh, once sold him into slavery, who wanted to ultimately kill him but one of the brothers decided, hey, let's just sell him into slavery because that might be too bad to kill him. And so let's do this instead, but it'll still be pun punishment enough for Joseph. And now Joseph later on in Genesis is now facing those same brothers. He's in front of them and God has elevated Joseph to a place where he has authority, where he has been blessed, uh, where he is seeing God work in his life. And he speaks to those same brothers who threw him in the pit, who sold him into slavery. And he says to them, what you intended to harm me God intended for my good. I'm gonna say that again. What you intended to harm me, God Amen. used and intended for my good. And I want you to know wherever you are, if you are in a place like these students have been in and we, we are in many times in our life because life is hard. Life is a struggle. Life is full of sin. It's full of trials. It's full of pain. It's full of suffering. I want you to know that whatever's coming against you, may it be the enemy, may it be the world, that God is for you. And God is gonna take that just like he did in their lives and in my life, and he's gonna turn it for your good. Maybe you're already seeing that right now in your life. Maybe you haven't seen that yet. You're waiting for it like Jaden was. I want you to know, as Ashton said, it gets better. God's got the future. He's in control. He has the final word. So in a minute, I wanna pray for you. I also wanna encourage you. We sang a song at the beginning of this called My Testimony. That song says, God's put a story in my life. He's given me a background that I've been through, I've gone through, maybe I'm still going through that, but God is working and has worked in my life. He's not finished with my story yet, but he's given me something amazing to share with everybody. And just as they have done, you can do the same thing. You can share your testimony. You can testify about what God has done in your life. What does that look like? Students, parents, adults, it means having conversations. It means stepping out of your comfort zone and stepping into what God wants you to do. So maybe there's somebody right now that God is putting on your heart that you need to share your story with. Maybe it's getting on your social media and turning it into, man, I want you to know, not in a prideful way, but what God has done in my life so maybe he can do the same in yours. So you can be encouraged today. You can be blessed today. I wanna encourage you to step into that. Embrace what God has done. Share that with somebody.
So as we close right now, I want to pray for all of you watching this. Again, students, great job. Thank you for what you said today, for being real. So amazing to see what God is doing in your life. Let's close in prayer. Lord God, I thank you for everybody who's watching this, who's here right now for these students and what you have done, how you've worked, how amazing you are. God, as you told us in Genesis, as Joseph said, he saw it in his life. God took the things that came against him and turned them and used them for Joseph's good. And you tell us that in the book of Romans, that anything the enemy puts against us, comes against us. You wanna turn that and work that according to your will and to your purpose in our lives. So Father, I pray that everyone watching would know that, whether it's now or in the future. God, that you take the things that we struggle with, our deepest, darkest pits, and you turn them and use them for our good. So I pray that over these people. Lord, I pray you give us the power and the courage, the spirit you've put inside of us, the Holy Spirit, to share what you've done, to embrace it, to be proud of it, to be thankful for it, because it's you working, you moving, you doing only what you can do. So give us the courage to do that. Lord, we love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.